We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Vince, are you ready for rapid fire? Let's go! All right, rapid baby. Fire. All right. So, Salty asked something about this in the chat. This is our lead rapid fire question today. EA Sports, of course, announced it's been two years since it's they been announced a while, that they're yeah. bringing back the college football video game. And that is going to be next summer, a year from now. They will be bringing it back. Soon after that announcement two years ago, Jack Swarbrick issued a release saying Notre Dame would not take part until players were guaranteed compensation from the, the game. Well, a report today at ESPN.com says EA has reached agreement with 120 schools to compensate players for their name, image, and likeness. But as of right now, Notre Dame is not one of those schools. I'll just... Use Salty's conclusion. If Notre Dame opts out, is that good or bad? It's bad for all, for everyone. It's bad for everyone, okay? It's bad for us because we all want to play as Notre Dame in, in EA Sports, NCAA, National Championship, or whatever. You know, we all want to play as Notre Dame. That's our school. That We're fans. We want to play with them or play against them. Either way, you know, we I, they need to be in there. So it's bad for fans. It's bad for the players because this is another opportunity to get some NIL money. And I'm not even talking about the Sam Hartman's and the Audric Estimates of the world. I'm talking about the Justin Fishers and the other guys that, cause they're basically going to the way I understood the, the article that I read, they're going to allow anybody that's on the team to say, yes, I want in. And then they're going to like do, you know, uh, computer generated the ai generated yeah it's going to be very realistic and everybody's going to get a cut and that's going to be awesome for those guys that are the 80 through 85 and then walk-ons and all of that they're going to have an opportunity to make a little bit of nil and i think that that's awesome and they get immortalized in a video game it's bad all around if notre dame doesn't get on board and i understood i want to say this i did understand why Notre Dame stuck their neck out in the first place and said they're not going to participate unless there's NIL and all of that. I get it. They need to be the big voice. They need to be the guy in the room. I get that. Now it's here. 
get on board. Get on board. That's exactly right. 10 FBS conferences, 120 total schools. So Notre Dame is one of about 11 schools right now that have not committed to this. And yeah, on, absolutely, if, if they're going to pay, you Notre Dame needs to be in there because that was the reason that they used, as I said in that release that Jack Swarbrick sent out a couple of years ago, that was the reasoning. We're only going to do it if they decide they're going to pay. They're going to pay. So Notre Dame needs to be in this. Notre Dame is a bedrock of college football. Yes. And the players now can be compensated. And by the way, they all need to be tipping their hat to Ed O'Bannon for the lawsuit that he filed. You know, like, for you know, I, re I remember being in college playing the video game that had Ed O'Bannon and his brothers in there, you know, back in the nineties, like when, when the UCLA, when, when they were winning yep. the national championship and going to final fours back then. And EA sports hasn't put out this college game in almost 10 years now. I believe 2013 was the last time wow. they did it. And it's all because of that lawsuit. That lawsuit was still going on. It was concluded. Uh, I believe in 2014 is when the lawsuit concluded. Ed O'Bannon won the lawsuit. They're going to pay the players now to do right. it. They just haven't decided, I guess, you know, like exactly how much and, you know, how it, how all the compensation is going to work, but they are going to pay the players to do it. So they need Notre Dame needs to be in there. And personally, I think they will. It's probably too. just a matter of them making sure, you know, what sort of the formalities of this stuff are right. going to be before they come out and make some kind of announcement. I do think that they will, but they absolutely need to be. Absolutely. It's one of the best games out there. Love, 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 love. The problem is I don't have any more video game consoles anymore. I stopped buying them, but now I want to play this game. Like that's all I would ever play is like sports games. I'm, I'm in trouble. I'm in trouble, yep. Sean. Tommy says he personally hates Ed O'Bannon for causing him to miss out on this game for the last decade of his life. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> but does does your son like? Does he still does he do video games and and stuff like that? Where is he on in all he, that? He does a little bit of gaming every now and again when he doesn't have sports, which thank God is not very often. Um, so like you know Fortnite and all that crap. Like he would do all that, but and but he was more like putting his computer together like he's more like the engineer type i'm guessing kind of like jesse like he just wanted to get his hands dirty and like build it and then he got bored once it was built and he would play on it but like you know thank god he's got sports let me just say that yep when he was injured this pat when he when he broke his hip and he couldn't do anything he got back into the video games i'm like oh no that's just what you want you're injured right. and now you're doing even uh, less by sitting around playing yes. video games i was like no thank god he's not injured anymore <laughs> <laughs> we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast ditch the busy work use indeed for scheduling screening and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences so the more you use indeed the better it gets Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. 
And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. ACC, all kinds of stuff going on there. With everything going on in that conference right now, scale of 1 to 10, how confident are you the ACC will still be intact in two years? I'm still pretty confident. Uh, There's a lot of moving parts that have to take place in order for those schools to, you know, opt out or pay out or whatever to get out of the ACC. I'm still fairly confident the ACC is going to stick around. If they don't, it's going to be just absolute mass chaos figuring out where all those teams are going to land and what what's going to happen, where they're going to go, all of these different things. So I, I just feel like we're not there yet. So I'm going to say I am confident that there's still going to be – what is that? And so it was 1 to 10. 1 to 10. The higher number is confidence, right? So I'm, I'm at like a 9. I'm at a 9 yeah. that they'll still be together. John's at a t- – I'd put mine at 9 as well. I'll just allow for something. But right. there there have been a lot of people just in the last couple of days just kind of – you know, just because seven or eight teams are raising a ruckus and they're discontented doesn't mean anyone's going anywhere. Because, like, I've heard people say, well, all they've got to do is vote and they can leave. It's not no. nearly as simple as that. This no. still comes down – This seeing, like, Derek, you know, if he's being serious – is a lot less confident. He says 5.7. This still comes down to money. And mm-hmm. stuff that I've read in the last day, we've talked about it before. The grant of rights in the ACC runs through 2036. The current buyout fee is $120 million per school. Oof. And from what I've read, not only would the schools have to pay that buyout fee, $120 million, but they would also give up their rights to make TV revenue for however many years is left until 2036. So you're paying an upfront buyout plus you're forfeiting future TV revenue by doing this. So like you're, you're talking about, you know, potential of like $300 million that you would be forfeiting. Like if you tried to get out right now, so it's not nearly as easy as, well, these, these schools are just gruntled and, and they'll find a way to get out. It, it, it sounds like a pretty – someone would have already jumped if it wasn't an ironclad yeah. deal. Right. Like, that's that's just the way it is. And that's they're, why these yeah. schools are, are trying to band together like this. 
Yeah, and they're they're trying yeah, they're trying to do the safety and numbers thing, and they're like, Well, you can't be mad at all of us. <laughs> That's right. Like, well, yeah, they can. Right. <laughs> I mean, they can be, and they're not gonna let you out. And uh, you know, shame on the ACC and the schools that were there on jumping on this TV deal when they did for the exorbitant amount of time that they did, because now they're getting screwed. You should have taken the shorter amount of time and then you could renegotiate, and they you know, they messed that one up. DT says the ACC needs a Peacock deal to supplement their current deal. And, you know, again, not knowing what the details of this contract is because it is with ESPN, which owns the ACC network. So it's ESPN slash ACC network. You know, I don't know if they are allowed to go out and do any other deals that that would allow them to, you know, get revenue streams from any other sources, like whether it's Peacock or Amazon or Hulu or, you know, the CW, like the Pac-12 has talked about. I mean, that would be one way to at least get something, but I don't know. You're still talking about like second and third tier type games that would go there. So I don't know how much you'd necessarily get for it anyway. So Peacock is for winners, Derek says. (laughs) Yes, it is. So Vince, if the ACC does implode, which again, we're pretty confident at least in the near future this is not going to happen but if it were to implode if you're notre dame would you consider a similar arrangement with a conference like the big 12 or the pac-12 the short answer is yes the pac-12 would be last on my list i I would um the the time differences are, are ridiculous the the travel the would be too, too much. Far. Yeah, yeah that that exactly. that would not. I don't think that would work out as well. The Big Twelve would be bad enough because a lot of those schools are obviously also further away. Um, but they would have to be aligned with somebody because of all the other sports. I mean, you, you just this day and age, you just can't be independent with all of your other sports. You're, you're going to have to do something. So, and inevitably, that's going to come with an agreement for football. And we talked about it the other day when, you know, we talked about how, you know, it really is good for Notre Dame to be playing these ACC schools. It would be good for them to have four to five or whatever games locked in against whatever conference it happens to be. Now, I will caveat that with it needs to be a power five conference, like somebody put the Mac in there or whatever. Yeah, it needs to be a power five conference. But Well, Mike, I know I think I think it's Chi-Town has has said. Before I think we were just talking about it a little bit yesterday. Like the Big East is 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 someplace, you know, like that he's talked about because that would allow them to still be independent. They would be completely independent football wise. And That's I just tough. I just think that it's going to be really tough with all of these schools going to, you know, funneling toward the Big Ten and the SEC. Because remember, both of those conferences are going to have even more schools if the ACC were to implode, because that would be the ACC or, you know, the the goal of of many of those schools. There'd be some leftovers that would have to find a place. But I just think it's going to be continually tougher for Notre Dame trying to make a go of it as an independent, you know, if their affiliation with a conference, whether it's the ACC or whoever, comes to an end. And like John is saying, Big Ten, I just think it's going to be all or nothing for the big 10. I don't think the big 10 is going to take Notre Dame in a, in an arrangement like they have with the ACC right, right now. I think it's going Agreed. to be football or Everything. nothing. I, I don't think they're going to allow partial membership like the ACC. I agree. I think the big, I think the big 12 would probably do cartwheels to have 
Notre Dame involved with them if it came to that. And remember, yep. they're you know BYU and and some of these schools are are joining the Big Twelve as well. Cincinnati, and, and, yeah, Cincinnati's you know, coming in. UCF, UCF, Houston, yeah. yeah. So, so for the most part, I don't think it would be. I, I don't think you're top end in the Big Twelve in that fact because like. Uh, I'm 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 really a little skeptical that TCU is going to remain a consistent power year in and year out. We'll see sure. kind of how that falls, but you know I don't think your top end is going to be quite as good as what you get from the ACC when you have a Clemson or you know the a, 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 a true national power like that. But for the most part, I don't think your schedule would be that much different if if you were doing. I agree. The Big Twelve. And you're, I agree because you're your not Olympic sports are going to have a home, and that's still right. part of the deal as that's well. That as Jack Swarbrick and Sweden. You've got to have a place for your Olympics. And so the, Big 12, the Big 12. Yeah. The Big 12 would be on the doorstep of, of Jack Swarbrick's. Like, we'll take it. Whatever deal you have with the ACC, you can have it with us. That'd be great. Because right now the Big yeah. 12 is, is is struggling to stay afloat, stay alive. You know, they're going to bring in these new schools. That's great. But are you kidding me? Bringing Notre Dame in and their Olympic sports, they would do that in a heartbeat with the exact same football uh, agreement that they have with the ACC right now. They, yeah. The Big 12 doesn't have a big enough stick to be like, nope, it's all or nothing. Right. No way. They would beg for Notre Dame to be a part of it. They would love to have Notre Dame. Like to to for Notre Dame to be able to go to to any of those schools across the Big 12, right. they would love it. Absolutely. Go to Stillwater, Oklahoma. And oh my gosh. Lawrence, Kansas, Manhattan, Kansas, you know, Ames, Iowa, those places. Right. They would love to have Notre Dame. Yes. Yep. Absolutely, even if it's partial. Yeah, and and for that matter, not just Notre Dame and football, the other sports like oh yeah, basket. You know, the two basketballs would pack the place, pack the places as well. Yeah. Yep, no doubt about it. So high school. Speaking of basketball, high school basketball is going to do away with the one and one free throw situation. They're going to switch to the rules that the women's college basketball game has been using for the last several years. So. The way it's going to work is rather than, you know, you get to seven fouls and a half to get to the bonus and then you get to 10, you shoot two free throws. They're going to do away with the one and one. And so now you get to five fouls and a quarter. And at that point, you shoot two free throws. There's no one and one. And then each quarter, the fouls reset. You go to five and that's when you shoot free throws. So do you buy or sell this change, Vince? I'm trying to understand the reasoning for the change. Um, I'm sure you could speak more vividly on that because of your association with the women's game. And they've been doing this for a while now, you know, when they went and switched to quarters and then they adjusted their fouls. And I remember doing a couple of games with you the first year that that was done. It was like 2020 or 2021. Uh, we're like, wait a minute, five, five. Like we were trying to figure, we were trying to figure out the rule together. It was like the first game of the season. You remember mm -hmm. that? Yes. And now you're an old pro with it. Right. Do you like it better? Like I, I like the one and one when you're trying to come back and you're trying to do some different things. You can put somebody at the line and get the ball back without exchanging any points, you know. Uh, but I don't know. What's the benefit? Like game flow is definitely better. Like okay. you're not you're not gonna spend, you know, like with the current rule or with the old rule, I guess, the one and one basically like the men's game still has, like mm -hmm. You can you can get off to a bad start in a half, and a team can be, you know, hit with seven fouls relatively quickly, and, and then you're, you're shooting you're shooting free throws the rest of the half. Sure. And like in high school, I think it's even worse 
in that situation. Sure. So with this, you know, again, you get to you get to five, and then that's when you shoot, and then you reset after each quarter. So you're not shooting free throws. And then the other thing is like it, it eliminates some of the you know, like the box out situations, like you have, you know, for rebounding with the one and ones, because like with the one and one, you've got to box out on on the first attempt whether or not it's going to go because you don't know if it's going to go. So you're always boxing out that can take more time. And then it also, from some of the stuff that I've read in this, it, it eliminates those box out situations, like as a prevention of injury, you know, situations Mm. and that kind of stuff as well, which again, in high school, probably a little bit more prevalent, but I think the game flow situation is going to be a lot better. You know, like I've seen people, Oh, you make them earn the free throws and all that kind of stuff i just so like you're not gonna spend as much time you know again because the fundamentals unless you're talking about some of the really good high school basketball programs the fundamentals aren't going to be as good so you're naturally going to have more fouls and you and i have done enough high school games that when you throw in all the turnovers you know that come with high school games as well you know so again i think the flow of the game is going to be a lot better because you're going to be cutting down on you know like spending a whole half shooting all these free throws, just trying to grind your way through a half and stuff like that. Okay. I'm on board. I mean, it it doesn't affect the game to me as far as like in a negative way. It's like, okay, well, this is a little bit different and that, you know, a couple of years from now, I'll be all on board and I'll forget about the one and one and all that nonsense anyway. Uh, What I do like, and and you, you touched on this is, the foul bias that fans always think that referees have right when you know all of a sudden you look up and it's like five to one or five to nothing you know whatever yeah. that, that resets in the second away as well yeah. and that goes away you know what i mean and so i would be okay with that as well because maybe some people chime down a little bit in the stands yes i concur <laughs> definitely concur about that and i hadn't really <laughs> thought about it in that aspect but that's true When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So Pat McAfee's taken his talk show, highly successful talk show, to ESPN. He's going to reportedly be making around $10 million bucks a year to do it. Would you be more likely to watch or listen when the show goes to ESPN? Neutral. I have yet to watch a show of his, and I probably won't watch when it's on ESPN because I'm never home. And uh, 
I, I've I've heard snippets and you know his takes are very Basically interesting the, at times. The Aaron Rodgers interviews and right, 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 right. You and, mostly uh, hear Rodgers talking in those situations. Correct. Uh, and I, look, I I'm actually a fan of his. I think he has some interesting takes on some things, and I think he's not afraid to speak his mind. And I did like him when I would see some clips of him on like College Game Day, you know, that kind of a thing. I thought that was probably what triggered this move over, right? Mm-hmm. Because people like him and ESPN figured, oh, well, the people like him, let's bring him over. Um, so I, I think it's a good move for him. He's going to be making a lot of money. He's going to make his family a lot of money. So that's awesome. But yeah, I'm, I'm neutral as far as whether I'll be watching more or less. Yeah, I think that I will definitely at the very least sample it because my day job is different than your day job. You know, I think it's yes. going to be an afternoon show or maybe, you know, like late morning, early afternoon show still yep. from what I understand. And because I work from home and I've talked about before, I've got the NFL network on in the background most of the time, or I've got, right, you know, like a baseball game or whatever, you know, some other shows like NFL live in the afternoon, I'll flip it over to that. So because I'm home and I'm typically doing some kind of work on my computer while the show is on, I'll at least give it a shot. I like you, like I have not really heard any of it so far. Um, Somebody said something about his cussing. Supposedly, he says he is not going to be dropping f bombs. Well, he won't be able to, like so. he does. Yeah. That, well, at the very least, they can bleep him, you know, if he True. does. But or they can just leave him in there because. Well, I like, guess they could. Remember the last dance? There were a lot of uh, there were That's a lot true. of bombs dropped during that, that show. That is a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. Yep. So, but he says that he's he's not going to. And again, even if he did. You know they will censor him, but I'll, I'll I'll give it a shot and kind of see what it's all about because I've even tried like I think to find the pot and like I think most of it is on like just the YouTube as opposed to some of the podcast platforms and I've tried to find just the audio and it hasn't been real easy to find most of the time. So I'll check it out, see what it's all yeah, about. Why not? Whether or not I stay, that's up to him. Yes, it is. <laughs> but a lot of people like him, and that's why ESPN's willing to go down this road. Mm-hmm. he's done yeah. yeah and i mean very popular good for him like very very similar to our boss he's been very entrepreneurial mm-hmm. with what he has done with his platform and he's made the most of it and it, it has turned it into something that people like you know yeah. like he's not going to suit everybody's tastes i mean nobody's going to suit everybody's tastes but it's pretty popular yeah fill in the blank it's blank that after a 36-year run, MTV did away with MTV News last week. I was shocked they still had it when I read this question. Uh, I stopped. I was plucking. shocked that they still had it when I yeah. heard, you know, the news that, that they were doing away with it. It's like, oh, really? Yeah, I, I was <laughs> Apparently watching. Apparently, they kept that, even though you know it's like I mean, they don't even. Do videos, watching, I don't think anymore. Watching MTV News with Kurt Loder back in the 90s, that's the last time I probably watched MTV News, right? So uh, I'm shocked that that was still a thing. Uh, there's no doubt about that. And so it is shocking that after a 36-year run, MTV did away with the MTV News last week because I didn't even know it was still there. When I heard this news, I scrolled through. I had no idea what channel MTV was on. Like, I think the last time that I looked for MTV on my TV would have been like 11 years ago during the Manti Teo thing when I heard about what catfishing is. And I found out that there was a, a 
Wasn't that on MTV? The the catfish show? Didn't that what was that? Didn't that used no. to be on MTV? I oh, the, oh, the actual like the the the, the reality the show. show. Yes. Not not Manti, but there yes, was a yes. show called Catfish. Yes. yes, I believe it was. Yeah, right. And that's because I remember it at Swarbrick's Manti press conference that night when the news broke. He talked about this show called like there's a whole show devoted to this, and it's like what? What are we even? Ta- but but that's like the last time. Yeah. So I had to go on my guide when I heard the news, and I'm looking where is MTV even, and I'm looking at the programming, and it's like. There's nothing on there that I recognize. And it's just it's just yet another thing that I think the Internet and probably more specifically social media killed. There's just no there's no space for something like MTV News anymore. And and again, like I remember, you know, like those late 80s and early 90s, you're obviously younger than me. But that was like, you know, MTV News. We you know, we had MTV on like when I was in. In the army, when we when we were still in the states, you know, before I went overseas, like MTV was on all the time, and it was like, you know, Guns and Roses, and you know, like it, I, I can't even remember everybody. That, like, uh, what was what was the in, in any like Motley Crue? There was just so so sure. much MTV playing, but it was always Kurt Loder, you know, Tabitha Soren, all those different people. MTV News, but you know, they obviously haven't been there a long time. And it's gone now. What's crazy is Kurt Loder, who was like sort of the like the the oh, the, yeah. the, the biggest face of that whole thing. Like he is older than my parents right now. He's wow. like seventy eight years old. See, really? He looked up pretty young. Pop up video. That was VH one. I pop think. Pop up video. Pop up video. Yeah, oh, I remember good. that. I remember yeah. that. Yep. Yep. And I. My generation for MTV wasn't really even the music videos, honestly. It was like, um, oh, what was it when they put the kids in the house in the different cities and they, uh, you know, watched them do their thing? Real Uh, world, real world, right? Real world was right up my alley. Like that That was was, a thing. That was a thing when I was in college as well. I think the first few seasons of Real World were getting going at that point. Real world was high school for me. Did yeah. you do you remember Puck? Do you remember that? Oh yeah, guy? absolutely. Hundred controversial guys. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Yes, no question about it. So that was more like what MTV was when I was a kid, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, Headbangers Ball. And before, before I really like even started watching MTV, I think it was like Friday night videos or something like that. Total Request, Total oh, Request yeah. Live. Yeah, all the, all the good old days back when MTV still had videos but mtv news is gone think of the past just get another dinosaur yeah all right a couple uh quick ones from from listeners tommy would you rather be haunted by a lightly would you rather be haunted lightly by a ghost you could never actually see or see all ghosts but aren't haunted by them so like the ghost is just hanging out with you and they're not necessarily bugging you so it's like that ghosts show on CBS. Have you ever watched that? That's like a sitcom. I never have. It's not actually not have. bad. It's actually not bad. I was really searching for something to watch, and I kind of ran into that on Paramount Plus. Um, I I and I dig it. Like I would rather see all the ghosts and not be haunted by them. I, I would like to converse with them, talk with them. How did you die? What was life like when you were alive? All of the above. I want to see yeah. them all. The haunting thing? No, nah, I don't think so. <laughs> I think Tommy asked a, a haunting question last week. Jesse, it turns out, 
the place that he is staying in right now, he believes, is haunted. Does he have a monster in his closet? By Sean? someone, not a monster, but he said there was one time, not to, you know, a few months back, they were in bed and in the middle of the night, like two or three a.m., the TV came on oh. and it was like loud. And so he got up out of bed to go turn it off. And as soon as he picked up the remote without pushing any buttons, the TV turned back off again. Was he dreaming? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I, I, I vote with you, though. I would rather see them and not be haunted than be haunted and yes. not know exactly what was going on. Yeah. And the other question, not Notre Dame related, favorite adult Ooh. beverage while watching football? Well, I don't usually consume adult beverages at the house. So it's usually, and people have who have been watching Irish Breakdown for many a moon here know that Mountain Dew is my drink of choice. And so <laughs> that is usually what I am drinking when I am watching things at my house. That's Vince's adult beverage. Mountain Dew. Yeah. I mean, my favorite adult beverage is a good rum and coke, but I do not partake very often and never at the house. So yeah. yeah. Well, here's how you can how you know when a game is going on, if I'm ha if I'm partaking in adult beverages, it's yeah. typically when my snarkiest tweets come out. <laughs> so like if you see a string of tweets. On a Saturday or Sunday. Mostly on assume, a Sunday, I would imagine. Just assume I've got a nice cold frothy beverage uh, nearby. <laughs> probably, and it wouldn't be a coincidence. All I've got to say about that. Playing. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is mostly, it, is, it mostly happens like I can, I can ride the regular season, but then, oh, you know, the playoffs. it all saves up when the playoffs come around. That's, that's when I'm at my worst. Uh, <laughs> that's gosh. right. That's awesome. Yes. That's awesome. So that's it. There you go. Yep. All right. Well, thanks for being here as always. And again, we'll uh, we'll uh, get some information, some knowledge on uh, Ohio State football on yes. tomorrow's show. Got an Ohio State reporter on, so we'll kind of see how things went. They had a quarterback competition going on in the spring. See how far that got. See what kind of questions, concerns they have coming out of spring as well thank you k mac and thanks to everybody else as well and don't forget hit that like button on your way out and of course subscribe rate and review and we will talk to you next time on ivy nation sports talk
The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com.